So it's it's important to us to talk about these leelas, but it's important for us to stress, as I am at the moment, what it takes to really understand them and to go there. Hmm? You have to make some sacrifice. And what better time than now in human life? Because you have enjoyed the senses in so many forms of life. You've enjoyed tasting in species of life that anything goes for eating, like the pig. Hmm? You can eat anything there. Hmm? There are no rules that the pig can eat. Hmm? And in, uh, in, in other forms of life, indulgence in sex, and in, in, whatever the senses are interested in now, you've had, you've had full experience of sense objects in relation to those senses in so many species of life. Now in human life, what better time then? When the soul becomes a... a, a when, you, when, when you wake up, human life, as I said, is the time at which nature wakes up to the fact that it has a, a life, it has a soul, it can think. Hmm? Otherwise, as I said before, in lower forms of life, all the movements are automatic. Just going, there's no, there's no thinking behind it, really. Hmm? Very little. Hmm? There's no voluntary sacrifice. There's no opportunity for making, making a choice. Oh, let her go first. Hmm? No. Driven by the senses only. Shall we just beat like a herd? In human life? No. <laughs> in human life, we can make a voluntary sacrifice. You could say, oh, you first. Hmm? This is the beginning of the, the, the baby steps of the soul, actually, in, in relation to anything. Hmm? And when we, when, we, when, we, when we get the experience that comes from such voluntary sacrifice, and, and giving that only one who gives can know it cannot be explained as I said before if you give you get something that you cannot explain it's not possible to explain it even materially speaking you do a good act and you and, and, and you make a sacrifice and and, 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 and and give you get an experience you feel some some fulfillment you cannot explain that you talk about it as much as you want. You cannot explain it. You have to tell people you have to give to know what I'm talking about. So this is true to then to this to an extreme of Krishna consciousness. He cannot tell you what it is. You have to go there, and it's about giving, and it's about catching on to this idea that by giving you giving is the getting, and then you focus the giving where you can give yourself fully. That is what Krishna means. The supreme enjoyer, he can fully take. He can, he can take it. Whatever you can give, he can take. He can reciprocate. So, this is what this is what Krishna Leela is. You've got the proper center for 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 enjoying, and you've got the soul who's the giver, full giving. Full giving can only be given in relation to the Krishna conception of God because Krishna is that manifestation of the Absolute that's a full taker. Hmm? He's a full enjoyer. There's nothing outside of the realm of uh, 
central experience of his spiritual senses that um, he doesn't taste, therefore he's called Rasaraj, the king of rasa, king of tasting. So that whole leader, all these stories and all this, all this, all is all manifest out of this. This is that. This is this is a description, if you will, of how that full giving, which is only possible when you find the full taker, which is the Krishna conception of God, how it plays itself out in a poetic world. You know, most a lot of people have an idea of a, of a kind of poetic land, fairyland or whatever it be, Alice in Wonderland, Oz, there have been different things written about that, where, where, where trees dance and, and sing and all these types of things. Hmm. Is that what we're talking about when we're talking about Krishna Leela? Some fantasy land? Hmm. No, don't think like that. This is what it's based on. But giving, full giving, that is the most real thing. That is the most substantial. <laughs> the most substantial getting is in giving. Hmm? And it has, it, it has a, an extraordinary way of expressing itself. And that whole Leela, you see the philosophy that underlies that. Hmm? It's not just a story whether we could get some advice for human society. Hmm? You can only find, in people's imagination, you can only find a hints of that. And there will be hints of that. Hmm? Because as Prabhupada used to say, consciousness means Krishna consciousness. And Krishna said it himself, Everyone's following me, whether they know it or not. Hmm? So whatever you find there, what did, what, did, uh, what did Dorothy say? I want to go home. I want to go home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. <laughs> And go there. <laughs> hmm. You can go if you want. If you want to go. That's all. Hmm? So we can find some semblance of this here and there. And it's all over. Because hmm? that is the real homeland. Hmm? Krishna Lila. And it's in the heart. Like Krishna Prem Nityasiddha Saddhika Bonai. Shavanadi Sudhachite Kore Udai. It's deep in the heart and it can come out. There's a way for it to come out. The way it comes out is by hearing and chanting about Krishna, the consciousness becomes cleansed Then it starts to manifest itself. And that cleansing is this voluntary giving, sacrifice and so forth. It reaches a pitch from self-sacrifice to self-forgetfulness. When it manifests, you find yourself in, in such leelas, we call them. Leela means movement that is based on on a sense of fulfillment rather than movement that's based on a sense of being incomplete and unfulfilled, which is the movement in the plane of karma. Hmm? The unfulfillment that arises from identifying with a, uh, this material body. Hmm? We're unfulfilled. It has demand, places demands upon us. We move accordingly. And when we move according to the demands of the body, we become implicated. The difference between Krishna Leela and the, and the movements there and the movements in the world of karma are like the difference between moving in quicksand and walking on water. Hmm? In the karmic realm, it's like moving, you're moving in quicksand and you just go down, down, down. When the, the Tarzan meets the guy and he's in the quicksand, he says, Don't move. 
Don't move. That's the problem. You just go down. He swings in on his rope and pulls him up like that. So if you stop moving, moving in relation to the, uh, the demands of our mind, hmm? and take the rope from Sri Guru, hmm? and then we can walk on water. That is Krishna Leela. Hmm? Give a comparison. So it should not be misunderstood. There's much philosophy behind that, and it's a philosophy. It's not enough. It's a philosophy that's pushing us toward this. It, it demands of us. It's not just a, a body of knowledge that you can collect and put in your pocket and pull out when it's convenient to show to others and increase your false prestige. See what I know. Don't you, don't try to use Gaudiya Vaishnavism like that, the knowledge of the scripture like that, because you will go nowhere. You will only deceive yourself. This knowledge is not the kind of knowledge that we can make part of our agenda. This knowledge is the kind of knowledge that informs us that it has an agenda of its own and we are on it. It's come after us. Aggressive. It's descended. Avalohapanpa. It's come down from that plane. And that is all conscious plane coming into the plane of matter. So many sleeping souls coming to wake them up. This is the Sankirtan of Mahaprabhu. It is the flute sound of Krishna. Hmm? Krishna played the flute to attract the gopis in the forest. Hmm? And Mahaprabhu is performing Kirtan with the coal, Murdanga. That is the incarnation of Krishna's flute in Gorlila. Kol and Kartal singing in Sankirtan. Hmm? This is the flute sound of Krishna. And all you gopas and gopis should hear. Listen up. <laughs> hear your name in that sound in the Sankirtan and come forward to participate in this life. Hmm? So with that, I'll proceed now with the uh, initiation. Hmm? And you can come forward and enter into the life of Krishna consciousness. Sit down right here. Pay your obeisances and sit down. Hmm? So you heard Mahaprabhu's Sankirtan played on the big drum of my Guru Maharaj. Hmm? Isn't it? In the form of his Bhagavad Gita. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a big drum. Hmm? So many devotees have come from that. And so many devotees inspired by that book have gone out and sold so many copies. Hmm? I'm sitting here with, with men who were there when the book came out, hmm? the abridged edition, the unabridged edition. We knew there were people like you out there just waiting to contact that book, <laughs> waiting to be contacted. <laughs> Books have a life of their own. So you heard about Bhagavad Gita, you heard about Bhagavad Gita from your professor. Yes. He wanted to give class on Bhagavad Gita separate from the school where they don't allow such such contraband. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and you could have gone to his class and been deluded and got some distorted understanding of Bhagavad Gita. But for some reason, you decided to look on the internet to find the Bhagavad Gita, isn't it? And there are a lot of them out there. But you landed on Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita. And so you ordered that. Mm-hmm. Hmm? For some reason. Hmm? <laughs> and after reading that, you were convinced you wanted to be devotee of Krishna. Hmm? 
Hmm? You were reading it, pronouncing all the names wrong. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Still. <laughs> never met a devotee, never saw a devotee. Hmm? But thought, I should find some devotees. That's what the book is saying. Back on the internet. Right? Looking for devotees, where does he find it? There's plenty of things to find out there uh, on the internet in the name of Krishna consciousness. Somehow he landed on the uh, Sangha site, Sangha website, Audarya, for some reason. Hmm? <laughs> and from there you ordered another Bhagavad Gita. Right? And this way you began to correspond with us several months ago. Hmm? And you wanted to come here and live as a monk. That was your idea from the start. So, this means that you have, uh, uh, as all of us, some the, the bhakti unmukhi sukriti, sukriti in relation to bhakti from previous life hmm, that is now beginning to manifest in the form of shraddha, faith. This is the reason. Hmm? You come to this sampradaya, this this group within this sampradaya. Hmm? Krishna's behind that. Something you, we've all done in our previous life, unknowingly or knowing to some extent, involved ourselves in Krishna consciousness, created a psychology within us in this life. We're born into this life. Whatever is the worst of our karma, we should probably likely to receive that first. So all of you have experience, you went through 10, 15, 16, 18, 19, 20, 25 years, whatever it is, hmm? and suddenly Krishna consciousness comes into your life and makes sense. Hmm? It means you are expending, uh, exhausting some karma from the past that was uh, due to something in the previous life, it's getting out of the way, so that, that Sukriti can come to the foreground, Shraddha will develop, depending on where you were in the past life, you will come, to come immediately quickly to Shraddha or quickly to other higher stages. Hmm? But Shraddha is the formal beginning. It dawns on me, oh, this Gaudiya Vaishnavism, Krishna Nam, the name of Krishna, this is all in all, this is everything. I can find everything here, Nam Chintamani. Nam Chintamani means a touchstone. That stone, that jewel, if you touch it to iron, it turns iron to gold. Hmm? And Goloka is made of touchstone. The ground is all touchstone. That's a way of talking about it. Hmm? It means in that plane all desires will be fulfilled. Hmm? People are walking on touchstone. You understand the point? If you were to find a touchstone in this world, you would be the would just cherish that thing and put it in the lock and the lock and key. Hmm? That stone by which all desires can be fulfilled. In Golok, this is the ground. They're walking on that. I mean, they have no desire. <laughs> they have no desire. No worldly desire. Hmm? Only desire to serve Krishna. And that touchstone in those Kalpadrum, Kalpabrik trees, Kamdenu, with fulfilling cows and trees, they provide all wonderful things for serving Krishna. No one has any material desire there. Chintamani dam and nam chintamani. Koloke premodhan kodi nam sankirtana. This sankirtan of Krishna nam, it comes from Goloka. It is the premodhan. 
the wealth of Golok, it's exported from there. When Krishna comes as Mahaprabhu and performs Kirtan and his associates, his servants and Guru Parampara, they perform that. My Guru Maharaj did big Kirtan. Following the lead of his Guru Maharaj, he called it the Brihat Murdanga. Murdanga means the drum. That flute sound of Krishna, Brihat means big drum in the form of the printing press to take that kirtan and put it in a form that can be distributed not just down the street by ears range within ears range but far and wide everywhere hmm? that Mahaprabhu's name will be heard in every town and village that no stone remain unturned where Mahaprabhu's name has not been heard where Krishna Nama has not been chanted no heart left abandoned but opened invaded by Krishna Nama taken over Again, this, this knowledge is bhakti. This knowledge has an agenda. It comes to this world for its own purpose, to collect up its own kind, coming for so many sadhakas. This is Guru Parampara. So you are very lucky. Hmm? <laughs> you are very fortunate to come through all of this and find your way here. And we are lucky to have you. Hmm? Like a new, new, new person coming into uh, Krishna's abode. Hmm? So, I ask all the Vaishnavas to, to bless this young man. He may become successful in this life, practicing Krishna consciousness. Hmm? You have a good attitude, good heart, hmm? faithful, hmm? obedient, good qualities. Now, in, in, in relation to, to Krishna consciousness, they will bear the wonderful fruits hmm, of love of God if you apply yourself. So you apply yourself very diligently to your practice. Always heed the good advice of senior devotees. Always respect the senior devotees even when they don't act in respectable ways from a distance. Hmm? Don't offend them in your mind. If you see an older devotee doing something that's, that you, you know is less than instructive, hmm, then you pay obeisances in your mind and don't follow that example. And when all the devotees see you act like that, oh, they, 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 will, they will chasten themselves to the path. Hmm? And then once they do, they can tell you so many things. Hmm? <laughs> they have so many things to say. Hmm? You understand? So be very respectful to all Vaishnavas. Whenever I talk to anybody on from distant place who's traveling, or they call me Babru called me from Hawaii yesterday very kindly to uh, offer his regards, and we chatted for some time. Some of you may know him. He's of course on in our group and on Tatbivek and all. My God, brother, we have been confidential talks he and I for several months now about his future. At any rate, uh, yes, this is my policy. I told him, like I do, uh, I told Navadweep he went to India to to print Gopal Tapani and other things. In parting, I tell him, if you see anything that resembles a Vaishnav, pay your dandavats on my behalf, please. Hmm? If you see anything that looks like a Vaishnav, please offer respects on my behalf. We should think like this. Hmm? This is Vaishnavism. So Vaishnav means that it is more important than Krishna. We find Krishna in the Vaishnav.
hmm? in the heart of the Vaishnava. So respect all the Vaishnavas, and amongst all the Vaishnavas and the, the Sangha of sadhus that you are involved, the one Vaishnava is standing out that is your guru. And stands out means you know. If I if I if I give myself fully to what he teaches and what he exemplifies, my life will be perfect. And knowing that, sensing that, we have to come forward. We have to come forward and we put our chips here. Hmm? This is the idea. So Sri Ramarsh used to say, Don't come to your guru for initiation cutting a return ticket. One-way ticket. Mm-hmm. Hmm? So if you have enough money in the bank to buy a ticket, get rid of it immediately. Hmm. Hmm? Give it for Krishna's service. Hmm? <laughs> this is the idea. So we're very happy that you've come. And I'll give you your beads first, neck beads. Come. Where are these? This is Tulsi bead, Konti Mala, called neck bead. Means, made from Tulsi. She will protect you. How will she protect you? Hmm? How will this Konti Mala protect you? Some this people say, huh? This is very dear to Krishna. She, that's, she'll protect you because you're Krishna's devotee. And because she's dear to Krishna, and naturally she protects Krishna's devotees. But, Wait, wait, practically, how will she protect you? I've heard people say that if you wear the Tulsi beads, then radiation cannot affect you. <laughs> I've heard it. Do you believe it? <laughs> Who knows? I wouldn't want to test it, though. <laughs> but she will protect you. How will she protect you? Hmm? If you wear the Tulsi beads... People will see you. And they'll either say, Oh, those are nice beads. Hmm? Where'd you get them? And then you have to think, I got them from my guru. Hmm? They mean something. Hmm? Thank you for reminding me. I was forgetting. Hmm? And that way they protect you. And some people, a lot of people know, Well, that's the devotee of Krishna. Where are those beads? Hmm? So if they see them, they say, Oh, you're devotee of Krishna. You better not be doing something that would that the devotees of Krishna don't do. <laughs> this way, Tulsi will protect you. <laughs> this is the idea. So you always wear the Tulsi neck beads, and this way you are announcing, "I'm devotee of Krishna. You belong to my Guru and Krishna." And there's one set of beads. Now you have another set of beads I gave you before for chanting. These beads I chanted on. You chant on these regularly. Don't lose them. Mm-hmm. Take care of them. The other set you can keep in case some emergency. If you if you if you forget these somewhere or something, you have another set. But don't do that. All right. Now the chant chant on these bead. You start with the large bead and go down to the small bead. That's one round, and then turn around. Don't cross over. Turn around and go back this way. That's two rounds. Three. Four, chant 16 rounds hmm, every day. And it's like the, the tail of a cow. It's from big to small. Mentioned like that in Hari Bhakti Bilas. Hmm. So you chant with the thumb and the forefinger, okay? And then you have to keep yourself very clean, 
always follow all the Vaishnava standards of hygiene hmm, and diet and avoid the activities that will give rise to the influence of Kali, the age, hypocrisy, and, and all these things. We are, we cannot be hypocrites. The devotee means, is called satam, means truthful, hmm, honest. So don't be a hypocrite. And Kali is the personification of hypocrisy, the times in which we live. So much hypocrisy is there, we can see it in the secular world, in the religious world even. Hmm. So to avoid the influence of Kali, then you avoid these four things. Uh, illicit sex means outside of marriage, intoxication, uh, drugs and things, and alcohol, and, uh, that kind of thing. And uh, gambling means not living honest, an honest life. Hmm? No multi-level marketing. <laughs> no scams. There's no, no, no uh, don't 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 be always pursuing some fast buck. But if you live in the world, you don't. You live here. But if you live in the world, you have to work. Work will be can actually purify you. If you live an honest life and work, it can help you. So no gambling means like that. Don't try to cheat and make make money without working. It, it doesn't really happen. Hmm. You end up going to jail only. Martha Stewart and all those people. <laughs> <laughs> so, then, uh, what is the fourth one? No, meeting, eating meat, fish, eggs. Be kind to other living beings. I mean, Jiva die. Hmm. You cannot slaughter animals and, and be kind. Others. You don't, it's not necessary for your upkeep of your body, so to unnecessarily cause harm to others, that is not uh, uh, appropriate. Hmm. So follow those things. And fifth thing, don't hoard any money. Hmm. This is also um, advised in Bhagavatam, because <laughs> wherever there is the hoarding of money, then all these other things will come. Hmm. So this is advice for all of us. Money is a big problem, I have to tell you. If you don't know it, it is a big problem. Hmm? It's such a big problem. It's a big problem to get, and once you get it, to keep it, and how you will spend it. It's just worry, 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 worry. You think about it, how much you worry about money. Hmm? Is there a time when you don't, practically? This is, this is, it's so, so problematic. And the simple solution? Yeah. As you go, huh? What? Huh? Yeah, sounds good, but that, no, that's your mind. Try it. Hmm? You give it up. Give it up for service of the Vaishnavas. Hmm? That will be in your interest. So you cannot have any money. You want to live here as a monk, you cannot have any money. If you feel uncomfortable without a few bucks in your pocket, then this is the wrong place for you. Hmm? Only can have money if I authorize you. Take money and spend it. This is very confidential. All these people here who are coming out, our extended community, they're all giving money. Hmm. So whoever has money here, all you have all those people's lives and hearts and souls in your hands. You have to think like that. Hmm. How you spend it for Krishna. Hmm. You have to be very careful. If you have a license to have money in your pocket, you have to be very, very careful. Hmm. This is 
big service for Krishna. Goswami Maharaj was once sitting on his veranda, quite old, maybe 90 years old, 90% blind, and giving the Bhagavat discussion to a group of devotees, all ears, listening with their whole soul to everything he said. And so one brahmachari from the temple came tapping him on the shoulder and Guru Maharaj speaking in Bengali. He lifts up under his cushion, pulls out a purse, opens it up, takes out some rupees, gives it to that man, putting it back in the purse underneath. And all the devotees are looking and thinking, Guru Maharaj is giving this high explanation of Krishna consciousness and this guy comes along and interrupts him and He's the, he has to do the treasury work him, himself. And so Guru Maharaj said, I think I owe you some explanation. He, said, he could detect that they're there. Even though he couldn't see them, perhaps he could detect. He said, actually, this is a very high thing. This is the service of Radha. Hmm? To spend the money for Krishna. Radha is, of course, Shakti, Lakshmi. Hmm? She's represented there. So to take the charge of that, he said, this is not just for any anybody, this low-down person in the temple. Hmm? This is very high. Actually, all the services are high. Hmm? But this is especially high, and this is part of the reason why all these people giving, giving if you give your money, means you give yourself, isn't it? Give yourself. And your mind goes there. To those of you who have been authorized to have some in your pocket, to think like this. Hmm? All these people have given it's not for your enjoyment it's for Krishna's service spend it that, that they will become rich by their investment okay so we'll see maybe in time you can spend some money for Krishna too but for now no money okay mm-hmm. you understand mm-hmm. are you enthusiastic Very. okay <laughs> so chant 16 rounds and your name is Abhai Krishna Das Abhai Krishna Das Abhai means fearless, and Krishna means irresistible. Hmm? And Krishna is irresistible, and Krishna is fearless. Hmm? As a cowherd, this is a symptom of a cowherd, actually fearless, hmm? ready to challenge. Krishna is prepared to challenge anyone. Any cowherd is ready to challenge anyone because they know Krishna's here. Hmm? Ram and Krishna, they have nothing to fear from the biggest of demons, the biggest of obstacles. Hmm? So you should be fearless, hmm? fearless servant of Krishna, Abhai Krishna, fearless Krishna Das. <laughs> Jai. Sri Hari Prabhu ki Jai. Sri Guru Vaishnav Guru Parampara ki Jai. Gaur Bhakta Vrinda ki Jai. Gaur Premanande. Hari Hari Ho. We have example of that fearlessness too in uh, our Guru Maharaj Prabhupada. His name was Abhai, Abhai Charan, Abhai Charan Adavinda, means who's fearless at the lotus feet of God. So, if I try to follow this example. Hmm? So, any questions now? No, I have a question. Abhai. There is different ways of chanting. And some people Sometimes chant silently. Mm-hmm. And uh, could you speak a little bit on for a 
You can't chant Japa. Haridas Thakur is the Acharya of chanting Japa. Nam Acharya, Mahaprabhu named him. So he used to chant 300,000 names a day. <coughs> Haridas Thakur. I read something the other day by a, uh, a, a member of a sect that claims to be the real heir to teachings of the Goswamis, Rasik Gaudiya Vaishnav. And he said uh, that uh, it's a printout of his uh, starting a temple. So he, he said that the members will uh, have to, they can begin by chanting anything, any name, any, any amount, but they have to work their way up to chanting uh, three lakhs, it means 300,000 names. And this number is mentioned in, this, in amongst the devotees, like we say, Haridas Thakur chanted three lakhs. Mm-hmm. And then he said, and it takes, uh, you know, it, it, it work away up to one lakh, means 64 rounds instead of 16. He says, it, 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 you know, it takes about eight or ten hours, but after a while you can get down to about two. <laughs> there. Mm-hmm. And then instead of three lakhs, you can get down to about six or eight, get it down to that. So when I read that, I had to laugh. <laughs> because the whole idea of the three lakhs is that it takes 24 hours. That's the whole idea. Namacharya Haridastaka was chanting the whole, of the whole of the day and the whole of the night. When the prostitute came to distract him from his chanting, he was Jivadai kind to all living entities. So he wanted to give her some attention, but he said, I've got to finish my rounds. <laughs> so you please wait here, and when I'm finished, certainly I'll, I'll uh, hear your proposal. <laughs> I'll entertain your proposal. I have to finish my rounds. So she, I, I'll wait. Now, she waited all night long, fell asleep. When she woke up, the next day it started. He's chanting again. <laughs> So three lakhs means all day long. That's what it means. Hmm? And it means however long it takes you, if, you, if it takes you all, all day to chant a hundred names, a hundred thousand names instead of three hundred thousand, then fine. Hmm? It's not a speed test. Hmm? <laughs> How fast you can chant so you can get on to other things. That's not what it's about. It's not about counting. It's about chanting. Hmm? So... Namachari Haridastaku, he chanted three lakhs, it means three times 64 rounds. Hmm? And it said that he chanted one lakh silently in the mind. Maybe that's called manasik in the mind. And one round upamsu. Upamsu means whispering. One lakh. Yeah. Second lakh. And third lakh out loud. So, because he's the Namacharja, the teacher about this chanting, we can draw from that that you can chant either of these three ways. That's one general thing we can draw from it. And as you, uh, so any either of those is, is, is fine. 
but he actually he chanted the first lack out loud, the second lack in a whisper, and the third lack in a mind. So the further implication of that is that if you chant Vachasi out loud, when you chant Yojapa out loud, it becomes an, an arm of Kirtan. Japa is what we call Smarnam, remembrance, meditation, as opposed to Kirtan. It's done alone and not in a group, not with musical instruments. It requires more uh, purification to chant japa effectively than in kirtan. You know, Krishnadas Babaji, Kinchin <coughs> Krishnadas Babaji, Maharaj, Prabhupada's godbrother, disciple of Bhakti Sarasri Thakur Prabhupada. Some of my godbrothers were, uh, had a uh, some friendly connection with him. And he was a very sweet singer and played Madunga very nicely. So they heard in Vrindavan one night that he was going to be at um, Imlital, the sacred place of Krishna Leela, and that he was going to be chanting through the whole night. So some of them went there, and they brought the Vrindunga and the cartols, and, and they were really into the kirtan and the musical aspect of, of kirtan. And so Maharaj was there, and, he, and they, they said, Oh, you've come. He said, yes, we heard you were going to be chanting all night, because it was a codice. They were going to stay up all night and chant. So they, they, they had come, and they were going to stay up and chant. Mm-hmm. And so Babaji Maharaj said, Very good. So they're chanting, they're chanting Japa. And so the devotees are waiting for the, you know, for the kirtan to start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then they, uh, they, at one point, one of the devotees said, Maharaj, a call, karto, yeah, we brought the drum. He said, no, no, no disturbance. <laughs> <laughs> and they all kind of like sunk down, fell asleep, and went, went home. <laughs> they couldn't stay up all night chanting Japa. Hmm? Hmm. They thought maybe they could with Kirtan, moving around, music, and, and Prabhupada Maharaj was instructing them. No, 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 no disturbance. You know, Kirtan is not a disturbance, but if you have musical consciousness only, we were making a musical presentation. That's the disturbance to the non. Hmm? He was instructing me in that way. Another occasion, one of my godbrothers came to Sridhar Maharaj's moth because they heard that Krishnadas Babaji Maharaj was there chanting because he used to spend time there at Navadvip. This was a long, long time ago. So they came and they found him there when they came with the tape recorder. And so Babaji was sitting in front of the deities and chanting japa and chanting slokas, glorifying Krishna Nam. Hmm. And so he said, what is that? And the devotee had a tape recorder. He said, well, we heard that you were here, so we came to record your, your chanting. He said, that is not the teaching. You chant. <laughs> teaching is not record my chanting. You chant. That is the teaching. This is the kind of replies. This means... They come, they come from samadhi, this kind of wisdom. Just revealing our, how our material disposition can enter into the spiritual uh, practice. But then Babaji Mar said, however, if you want to record something, come with me. He took them upstairs onto the balcony where Sridhar Mar was sitting. He said, 
ask questions, he will speak. Record that. <laughs> <laughs> Get a recording of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, anyway. Kirtan, or Japa, which is Smarnam, if it's chanted out loud, it becomes connected with Kirtan. It becomes an extended limb of Kirtan. And a, a, a bridge is made between Smarnam and Kirtanam. So, loud chanting, loud chanting, and, and continued <coughs> chanting, what that will do in the beginning will purify the mind, purify the heart, make the mind peaceful. If you do that, you'll find you can meditate. What you'll find is, the name, you just keep it up for a while, keep it up. In Kirtan, hmm, the, na the name will take over at a certain point. And you find your mind is automatically not going in other directions, but going into the name, hmm? and taking advantage of that, and drawing something. Then you start to dance, hmm? feel happy. You can actually hear it. I hear it. Hmm? It means it's arrested the mind. The mind stops all this thinking. Even in Kirtan, you're thinking this, that. But at a certain point, it can take over, and then. You're hearing something that you weren't hearing before. It's so sweet. So satisfying. Oh, I want to dance to that sound. It's making me dance. Making my heart, my heart happy. Like nothing else. So Kirtan brings Smarnam. Kirtan begets Smarnam. What does Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur say? Kirtana Prabhave. Smarana Swabhave. Hmm? By doing kirtan, uh, you will become qualified to sit and meditate in Smaranam. Hmm? On your Swabhav, your nature, your, 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 your Swarup. Hmm? You don't try to imitate that. Do kirtan. Preaching. Even preaching is an extended form of kirtan. So many times preaching, selling books to people. You try it. You can go into a trance. Hmm? So absorbed in talking to people about the book and Krishna. You enter into a trance. Then his words come out so sweet. Nobody can resist. Everybody's taking the book. Hmm? Can I give you something for that? Can I give you something? Hmm? So, in the beginning, it's hard to control the mind. Therefore, better to chant out loud. Hari Dasthakur is teaching, loud chanting. As you become more qualified, mind becomes peaceful, hmm? move the lips and you can hear the, the name. You don't have to say it loudly. Hmm? It's starting to vibrate you. It's just a, just a little movement of the tongue and hmm? whispering. You can, you can hear it. Hmm? And then when you become more absorbed, more purified, mind can just go mm, chanting, can sit silently. This is, this is the idea. So, manisik, manisik, upamsu, and vachasik. In, 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 in the mind, whispering, and, uh, and out loud. This is how you should understand it. Another question? I have the fortune on a couple of occasions to watch Bhakti Kapoor Maharaj mm -hmm. taking japa. 
consciousness, his eyes will go like this, frozen. No possibility that of, of being distracted. Hmm? Like if he take the beads in his hands, his head will go like this. And just look like he's looking into Goloka. And chant. Hmm? So careful, each bead, each each single syllable was so like it, like a gem. Each each bead was like handling a gem, and each syllable was like mm-hmm. just so carefully taken. Mm-hmm. Who is this? Yes. There was some discussion. Once one devotee in his company, one devotee wanted to have his beads chanted on. He lost his beads. That properly given asked for much chant on a set of beads. They were talking. He was handed the beads, and immediately conversation ceased. We're going to do conversation and chant Japa. That is an attentive chant. Mm-hmm. It's not Hare Krishna Krishna, so... Hare uh, <laughs> <laughs> <are you> Krishna. <laughs> that will be an attentive chant. Mm-hmm. So, you give full attention. He took those beads and the conversation going on, really, some conversation stopped. His eyes just going, like to go frozen. Somebody asked to chant on the beads. Oh, yeah. Uh, some humble service I can render? Like that, he's feeling. Take the beads. You think I'm a Vaishnava? Okay, honor that. <laughs> honor your thinking, your generosity, and chant. And then all the devotee had to sit silently hmm, to finish the beads. Hmm. Yes. Like that, we should chant. Hmm. And like Pramod Puri Maharaj, we should pay obeisances. I used to watch him pay, pay his obeisance, pranam. Somebody picking him up on one side, each side to carry him. And he was a hundred years old plus to come in front of the altar. When I first met him, first met him at Pujpachita uh, Marsh's moth. He used to come every year for the Vyasa Puja of Marsh and speak something. And sometimes he would be there sitting on the veranda discussing with Sridhar Marsh. And after the disappearance of Sridhar Marsh, then I didn't see him. But then he came to uh, Mathura, where he stayed at Madhav Mars's month, and I heard that he had come there, so I went to visit him. And he used to go every morning, come, get up, and go circumambulate the, the mandir and obeisances to the Pushpa Samadhi of Guru Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur and, and Madhav Mars's Samadhi, Pushpa Samadhi there also. And, and he would he would have to have someone helping him, walking and so forth, and he was, you know, bent over and whatnot. But he would go down and pay his obeisances to the deity and to the samadhis and so forth. And I was thinking, such trouble he's taking at such an age, it's, it's not required. He can do it in his mind. His mind is there, he can do it in his mind. But still he's taking the trouble like this. We should take trouble to pay obeisance to Krishna, to the, to the deity. With devotion. That's hmm? an inspiring example he said for us. So, anything else? Alright, so we'll stop there and our program is then Kirtan, readings and so forth continued mm-hmm. and then at what time? Abhishek at 4. Abhishek at 4 o'clock.
And after the Abhishek, we'll give the final of the three classes today. And then there'll be Arctic, the moon will rise, and we'll take Prashad. Sri Gorpuni, Mahavirbhav, Mahaprabhu, Mahamahotsava, Titiki, Jai! Oh, the Premanande! Oh, the Hidibol, Sri Guru Maharaj, Kinjai!